0: Hi, I'm Lara Johnson-Wheeler, and I'm a writer slash editor slash broadcaster. This is The Fashion Slashy, a Clicker Me podcast. Every episode, I will be talking to a member of the fashion industry, whose work I'm keen to know more about, delving into their process, their trajectory, and how they navigate a career in fashion. Clicker Me is the fashion network, helping creatives connect and collaborate better. This episode has been recorded remotely, under lockdown conditions implemented by the government. You may hear birds, cars, or occasional household sounds in the background. This week's guest is PZ Opa-Souksatip. PZ, could you introduce yourself, please?
1: Hi, I'm PC opa a bit hard to pronounce but I'm, <laughs> I'm from Thailand that's why we have all long surname. yeah anyway <laughs> so I'm PZ 30 years old and I'm a creative director slash designer slash artist and now I'm very into writing and directing and all-time comedian <laughs> can't wait to hear more PZ yes so can you tell me first
0: off I'm very interested to hear about PZ today and I'd also mm-hmm. like to hear how you define your role in the fashion industry.
1: Ah, sure. Um, the things like PC Today is coming up when um, I just kind of quit the brand I worked with for three years. Mm-hmm. And then I am was like, uh, what should I name my company, you know? And then I just think it's like, okay... Just PC today. Because it's like today, like now, not yesterday, not tomorrow. And it's just very present. Kind of like a comic twist on like a morning TV show. Yeah. And I love the way like when you send the email and then you have to write contact, you know. And it's like contact PC today. Yeah. Contact right now. (laughs) And I consider my role like a neighbor to the industry. Because I'm not like inside inside, but I kind of support Or, like, if you want to come to this neighbour for salt, for sugar, <laughs> for, like, toilet paper, you can come. It's kind of inspiration yeah. from each other. You're lending a hand to the fashion industry, giving mm. them their cup of sugar. Yeah, exactly. And you can get inspired by my Christmas light decoration if you want to. But, yeah, I want to be, like, a cool neighbor's like kind of people keep like oh what's she doing what is like pc today doing and what was the brands that you were working for before you left to start pc today um so when i moved to paris i study so i found this course in efm which is about image art direction Mm visual design like create the shop styling or like doing a magazine even and then after that i got uh, nina nish come to like okay where you see yourself working after study and I'm like I'm so into Magella and then she's like ah look they have this brand called Vetmon and you heard of it I'm like I just heard super tiny bit about them so I'm like okay I sent the mail to Demna and then let's see how it is so I sent the mail to him and then I start right after and then stay there for three years it's so interesting to hear how you kind of got your in because in one of our previous
0: podcast episodes speaking to Mm -hmm. um Kate Yorga, who is a stylist slash oh, creative I love director. love her. Me too. I love Kate. Yeah. So she was saying yes. exactly what you've just mentioned. She said that really it's just about finding an email. An email can really be your way in. Oh, yeah. And so for you to kind of get the role at Vetmore, that was really true. Just... You email
1: Demna. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's very organically, very, um, I don't know what i going to do there. Mm. I just have a talk with him and then he tell me, okay, what you're going to do is like everything else, but not like making a cloth, you know? So I take care of like from graphic, from like t-shirt design right. or like a shop design, which I very enjoy doing it. Like kind of installation, art direction for many projects mm. or doing a book or thinking of the invitation, what it's going to be for each show. It's very enjoyable mm. when I work there. I want to come back, yeah.
0: um, if we can, at some point, to talk about the shop design, installation, books, show invitations, um, because yes. I think it's a really important facet of design that people don't necessarily think of when they think of a fashion house. Um, but just quickly, if yeah. it's okay... I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your other education mm-hmm. because, of course, you worked and you studied in Thailand and then moving to Paris. Could you tell me a little bit more about what that was like and also specifically mm. the difference that you think of working in the fashion industry in Asia as opposed to coming to Europe and working yeah. in Paris, still arguably the biggest fashion
1: city in the world? Yes, um, it's very different now. <laughs> Like um because I study or like all my life is in Bangkok, Thailand. Like grew up there, and I'm into fashion since I was young age. So I start to do a fashion design competition mm. to see more things, and then after that, I study about fashion design in Chulalongkorn University, and then right after, I also like you know work at Greyhound Original for two years as a women's wear designers. Everything is like so fashion. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so yeah and then in one point I just feel that um what to do else and I want to see more things yeah so I just apply to the school in Paris and got so
0: yeah and what was different do you think about the work that you were doing in women's wear in Thailand as opposed to coming to Paris and then you know, starting to work with vetmore. Did the work look different, for example?
1: Um, in Thailand, from where I studied or, like, where I work with, we work a lot with drawings, which is, like, computers and drawings. Why in Paris, from seeing my friend working, this is more, like, the shape, mm. how it sits on the body, like, woman's body or, like, a man's body or, like, anything. So it's very interesting. It's, like, quite different, I must mm. say. So you were at Vetmore for three years and then you started
0: PZ Today. And tell me a little bit about what kinds of things would you be doing on a typical day working in Paris right now for PZ Today? Would you be collaborating with people?
1: Would you be coming up with pictures? So actually, like, every day is different. One day I can work on a shooting. One day I can just do installation. So I think it's very fun to do many things. And, like, one day can be, like, accounting. So it's very different. Like, yeah, it's nice.
0: And how has the recent COVID-19 pandemic impacted your work? You're in Paris, so I imagine it's a little different from here in London where we are, but not really. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you've had to evolve mm-hmm. with recent restrictions?
1: Like now, I just feel that we cannot plan a lot of things. I literally booked a flight to Thailand since August and it keeps cancel every month. So I think it's like hard to plan anything out of this situation or like it's also with the travel Mm. which I love to travel so now you just have to go with the flow and then like do the best out of what you can resource you have and yeah make it happen kind of. Is travel do you think a big part of your
0: practice is that something that inspires you and, and is that something that's really crucial to you in what you do?
1: Oh yeah I love travel I think you always find the new things or like new inspiration while you travel or like meet new people, seeing new things. Mm. I think it's like very open the mind. Just for our listeners,
0: where do you think is the most inspiring place that you have been?
1: I l- always love to go to Japan. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just love Japan because
0: the food, mm. the people... Have you worked in Japan? Do you know much about what the fashion industry is like in Japan?
1: Yeah, I did some installation or like opening or launch in Double Street, Ginza last year and last last year. Mm. So I kind of love it. They very appreciate what you're doing or like your creative side and try to like dig into it, how it's from. My first installation in Japan is the Drunk Mani because I present the beer coaster earring and it's linked to Drunk, like people in Shibuya, like Drunk in the morning and I just take the drunk people in Dover Street Ginza. So it's very good feedback, actually. They're very open on what you'd want to do. So they give you a lot of freedom, is that right? Yeah. Actually, a lot of people I work with give a lot of freedom, which I feel very lucky. It does sound like you've had some quite amazing collaborators, PZ. Oh,
0: (laughs) I'm very happy. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit more about the process of working with someone like Dover Street Ginza to put together a creative installation? I think it's something that people working in fashion might not necessarily understand um,
1: how that happens. Could you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, sure. Um, it's happened because I have the book called PC World. This book is about the people I like. It's my first solo book after I have this company, PC Today. And then it's published by Idea. So um, Idea already always have the good relationship with, uh, mm. you know, the Wall Street family. And then that's why it's like, oh, they have like this opening in Dover Street, Kinza. And then that's why we're like, oh, should we just launch yeah, the book there with the products that inside the book? So they have the space available. And I'm like, OK, let's do it. It sounds amazing. Such an
0: incredible project. And can you tell me how you kind of came up with the concept? Did the book and the book proposal kind of come first? And then did that inspire the installation or was the installation quite a separate
1: thing in your mind um the book come very separately the book come because it's my first solo book mm. and i want to homage people i love like for example Virgil you martin rose all my friends that i love or like very look up to for example and then i also want to make the products to go with the book so i asked like let's say a drag queen called kimchi what's her favorite food and then she sent me five of them and then I and put some funny words on it so it's like very random actually the book is very random but then uh, the installation came because of the idea of one product from the book (laughs) which is a beer coaster earring. I collaborate with the hair, right? and And the story is like, you know, you drunk. This is always come from the product because every product or like every project I have is about building the story and what I'm super interested in now and then want to dig into it. And I just want to not educate, but more like uh-huh. give the information to people. Give the story. Tell me a little bit more because obviously, you know, the people you
0: mentioned as the people you're creating homages to. Virgil Abloh, Martine Rose, Kimchi. But tell me what it is about these kinds of people that inspire you. What is it that do you think about these people's work that made you want to Kind
1: of create
0: work based on what they're doing
1: yeah i just love how people that i love is the people who are like very independent and they speak their mind you know by not afraid and i love people that not scared to do things and kind and tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about a piece of work that you are feeling particularly proud about at this current moment I know you said that you can't choose a piece of work that you're yeah. most proud of. Yeah, I'm so proud, mum. I cannot choose over my children. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say the new project then because it's the newborn. Yeah, tell us what you're working on. The newborn baby. The newborn baby is a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um the thing is like I have this product it's like a toilet seat cover scarf like let's say when you go on the plane you know and then you want to sit on the toilet and they offer you this seat cover you know to like sit before Oh yeah. yeah this kind of thing and i feel that it's look like a necklace somehow So that's why I'm like, oh, then why not we do as a scarf? Like a scarf with a pearl necklace on it. Oh, crazy. So that's how it comes. And then meanwhile, they have uh, this gallery called Cherish Geneva. Contact me to uh, present the work in Paris International, which is like a big art fair in Paris. So I'm like, okay, then it's a perfect opportunity to show this work. So I create a video, portray like a toilet life, played by my friend. And then, yeah, what is the toilet life? be you know what he's thinking what he's gonna say like my job is to take care of everybody's shit something <laughs> like that so i feel that it's kind of mockumentary because i'm so into um chris lily lunatics um the office kind of thing when in quarantine so i'm like, okay i want to do this kind of style of mockumentary but portray about toilet Yeah, so this is coming together into the piece. And I create an installation with it. So yeah, this is the whole story. Easy, I'm screaming.
0: (laughs) This is hilarious. So really, so you're kind of, you're taking the idea of creating a garment, like a scarf or whatever. And moving this into kind of like transgressing the boundaries, if you will of Mm -hmm. what art is what kind of comedy is Mm -hmm. it sounds incredible
1: oh thank you when are you going to be showing this i'm showing it now since last week actually in paris in paris yeah It's at the fair called Paris International. And it's finished this week, unfortunately. (laughs) I don't know when this podcast is going to (laughs) launch. You should celebrate the end of this project. Congratulations. Thank you. But actually, I'm going to sell this scarf online in PCDirect.TV. Which is like my official online platform. Amazing. And then maybe in some selected shop. I'm so interested, PZ, because so much of the work that we've talked about already spans so many
0: different mediums you've worked in books so printed matter to create garments so creating in fashion design um you know ephemera all different Mm. kinds of things as well as obviously so much Mm -hmm. um on digital with with pz Mm -hmm. today and then you said that you've created um your first online platform which is is
1: like a streaming platform like a tv direct or a netflix exactly i'm so like into like watching video (laughs) yeah so i just love like when you see the video you know on netflix and you have this kind of thing like skip ad you know on the right thing and then i just feel and if the skip ad turned to be like, buy now. So it's like, you know, you watch the video, you can buy it now. And I just, it's just coming from this idea. So I just developed into a website. Very simple. <laughs> and tell me a little bit about what, what it's been yeah. like for you. Obviously, a big facet of what you do is
0: collaboration and working with other people, whether it's brands or other designers or artists. Can you tell me a little bit about how yeah. your process of collaboration has been shaped in the last few mm-hmm. months? while fashion has been operating in such a different way during mm-hmm.
1: the pandemic? Because I feel that uh, since the PC world, I collaborate with each one remotely, mostly. So with this pandemic, it's not affect a lot. <laughs> Except like you have to shoot. Then you need photographer, hair, makeup, mm. stylist. Yeah, then this will be different. But like mostly now, I feel that people work individually. Oh. We work all remotely and then join the idea mm. together, like something like that. And I think now it's good with the slashy. If you can do a lot of slashy, so it's like slashy mm. plus slashy Oh, is absolutely. very good.
0: No, I think you're so right. There's never been a more important time to keep nurturing our slashies, as it were. Peasy, can we, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you go about by charging clients or, or
1: people you work with. And when it comes to money, <laughs> to money, exactly. Do you have a day rate? I did have the day rate but it's just for me to know like okay I work this day how many days and then I will charge mm. this much but it's always flexible so um, it depends on the clients the project if I love it yes. I can do it for free I can spend my money for it <laughs> yeah just listen to my heart so if you're really yeah. inspired by a project that's when you would kind of Uh, invest your own capital in it it exactly yeah if I believe in a project and very you know it have interesting value or I'm happy to do that but I'm interested as well
0: and I think for creative direction it's sometimes difficult to see tangibly where your work is valued and how important that is How do you put your own value on your work? I mean, by that, when you offer your services to a client, how do you explain to them what they're going Mm -hmm. to be receiving?
1: Oh, yeah, they... Actually, the people who contact me already might know that it will get something very unexpected and with a strong Mm -hmm. storyline. Like, people can scare sometimes of my Mm -hmm. work, you know? Why is that, do you think? Yeah, because it's very eccentric, maybe. It's, like, a bit crazy. But when I think about it, I just feel very sincere to my work this <laughs> is what I want to do and yeah I just mm. do it
0: no yeah. I think that's so interesting PZ I'd be interested to hear what mm-hmm. advice you would give to our listeners or to maybe Click Me members yeah. who would say that their work as well is kind of eccentric and maybe a little bit unexpected in the mm-hmm. fashion industry and they would be worried that other people would be scared of their ideas. Yes.
1: What would you say to them? I feel that you just have to stay true to yourself. If you like it, you believe in it, just do it. Don't care about what people think of you. But it's somehow it's also good balance. I say it sometimes it's like commercial job. Okay, I give them what they want. Mm. But adding my universe. And then let's say when I don't get paid how I say like a happy job or like a not commercial job, then you can do whatever you want because you spend money on it then you preach yourself and then you have to balance it this I think is Mm. what I'm doing now and it's working for me so yeah (laughs) you mentioned success and I just
0: wanted to ask in the place that you are right now in your career and and in your life what do you feel like success looks like to you
1: I feel that success is a happiness like when you finish your work see people react to your work smile happy laughing at your work Mm. it's all success for me already. Do you feel like you've reached that point in your career where you feel like a success? Mm, I feel I'm successful because now my family is very proud of me. I'm very happy right now. But it's always, you know, I always looking for more success. Mm. So more happiness. PZ, how often do you think that you consider other people's perspective of what you do? How often
0: do you think that you think about
1: how other people perceive you Mm. when you're creating your work? You know, actually, when I think of it, because I told you I'm, like, very comediatric, I love when people laugh. It's give me orgasm, okay? <laughs> give me laugh. Then I'm already happy with my work, you know? Yeah. Because I think my work is about happiness and love. Sometimes it's very ironic or black humour. I feel that people can still laugh for me. There's no negative feeling on this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. No, PZ, I think that's <laughs> such a great answer.
0: I'm yeah. so excited for you. I mean, I'm sad that we missed the um life of a toilet archer at paris international tell me a little bit about what you think the difference is the with the fashion crew and the
1: art crew okay actually for example because i'm from fashion you know but for sure art people can say the same when i enter the opening it's like no one talk to each other because of course it's like covid but we are like Mm. so concentrated about the art we see piece by piece it's like go to museum you like okay this and then that is silence why in fashion when it's opening it's like loudest you can get so it's like very weird maybe because of this time that people wear masks you know it's not opening that is like talkative maybe yeah
0: how do you think you will kind of find your own place in the art world if you do want to find that and what do you think you will bring from your fashion background as you progress into you know adding some new slashies for Mm. yourself for example
1: I still like literally trying to find myself. (laughs) I still don't know what can I bring to art world. But for sure, I just bring who I am, like a happy Thai person (laughs) to the art world. And yeah, let's see if they're enjoying this (laughs) meet. PZ, I don't know how they wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why
0: not? (laughs) And PZ, we've obviously talked a bit about you moving into the art world. But if you could try
1: any other fashion job, Mm -hmm. for a day Mm -hmm. what do you think you would like to try i would love to like uh in my old favorite brand Magella. i never do anything with them yet so i would love to (laughs) this is my kind of like secret dreams Mm. to maybe do something with them even like i know a lot of people from there but then you know it's still like your dreams Mm. since a child so this is still in my back of the head well, PZ, I very much hope that we soon see a Maison
0: Margiela ex-PZ oh, that will be collaboration cool. <laughs> coming out soon. Me too. <laughs> well, PZ, thank you so much for talking with to me today. It has been my pleasure hearing so much about your practice. Oh my God, my pressure to talk with you. You are and always will be a fashion slashy. Thank you. <laughs> this has been a Click Me podcast. Join our community to discover, connect and collaborate with fashion creatives. You can follow ClickerMe on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Stay tuned for more from me.